Tuesday, September 10th, dawned warm and humid. The crew was rousted from their berths at the usual 7 a.m., and after breakfast stowed their gear aboard the Hattie Palmer. Both Defender and Valkyrie Three had moored overnight inside the Horseshoe Harbor at the end of Sandy Hook. Defender had a short tow out to the Sandy Hook lightship. By 9.30 a.m., sails were raised and the crews were in the final stages of race preparation. At about 10 a.m., the race committee raised the signal on the Luckenbach, indicating that the race would be sailed over the number two course, a triangular course with three ten-mile legs. Further signaling showed that the start would be windward to the south, then northeast on a broad reach, then westward on a closer reach back to the lightship and the finish. Marks were to be left to port. The breeze began to stir and was blowing six knots when the first warning gun was fired at 10.50 a.m. This time the pre-race jockeying was more spirited. As the New York Times reported, the two graceful racing machines moved about as if on pivots, sparring for position in anticipation of the next signal. The Deer Isle and Wivenhoe crews were working hard, thirty-two men taking commands from quartermasters who instantly relayed orders from half on the American boat and Cranfield aboard the British. Captain Sycamore was at Valkyrie Three's tiller. The enormous cutters were so close that at times crewmen could hear the shouted commands from the other boat, despite the rush of the water, the hum of the wind, and the bangs and groans of the rigging. The final warning gun was fired at 10.55 a.m. The two yachts came about and sailed away from the starting line, attempting to position optimally for the start. The skipper of the excursion steamer, City of Yorktown, had at just the wrong moment decided to improve his view of the impending start, and steamed directly across the path between the contestants about six hundred yards before the starting line. As the two boats jibed and began what their helmsman hoped would be a perfectly timed and full-speed windward start, there was the Yorktown directly ahead. Helmsman Sycamore had maneuvered Valkyrie Three slightly to windward of Defender. It was a good position to be in, as he could blanket Defender's breeze, slow it down, and perhaps cross the line in the lead. However, the Yorktown was steaming from left to right directly across his bow. Sycamore was able to head up and pass to windward of the errant steamer, but half and Defender had to pass to leeward and astern. As they emerged from the Yorktown encounter, Sycamore fell off the wind to regain speed but avoid crossing the line too soon. Half to leeward and with the right-of-way held his course. It was then that a shackle on the aft end of Valkyrie Three's boom hit Defender's starboard rigging. A New York Herald reporter saw the incident, and on September 11th the newspaper printed his account. The Defender was close-hauled by the wind on the starboard tack, and the Valkyrie was coming to the line a little freer. Captain Half would not give way and held his course. The Valkyrie, with sheets lifted a bit, bore down on him, and just as both were crossing the line the Valkyrie luffed and as the main sheet was being taken in the after end of the boom got caught in the starboard topmast shroud of the Defender and pulled it out of the spreader. Defender's starboard topmast shroud was slack, and its fully loaded topmast was bending dangerously over its port leeward side. Half reacted immediately and turned Defender hard to starboard and into the wind. Over the booming din of the enormous luffing canvas sails, he shouted orders to Charlie Scott and the mast team. Six Deer Isle men, probably Scott and five others, leaped to the rigging and shot up the enormous mast. The Herald reported, She had to heave to, and the topmast shroud was set in a cleat in the spreader. The crew then put a tackle on the topmast shroud and set it up, and this lost the defender nearly two minutes. 
While she was being nursed and getting the topmast shroud set up, the Valkyrie had a good lead. The snapping of the shroud out of the spreader caused the springing of the topmast, and before Defender got away, the Valkyrie had gained over a minute and a half by the accident. Half determined that Defender could make the line on starboard tack, brought her around and with the healthy portside shroud now to windward and supporting its topmast, was able to get Defender across the start line.